Welcome back to another episode of Bitfinex Talks. I'm your host, Ricardo Martinez. Today, I'm here with Matias Boos, who is the CEO of Keat. Matias, how are you today? Thanks for joining the show. I'm good. Uh, I'm very excited to be here. I'm very excited to talk about peer-to-peer -peer technology and Keat and Hole Punch, our, our company. Uh, I could talk about that stuff for infinity. So, uh, but I guess we only have like half an hour, so we'll make it efficient. Awesome. Um, for those who don't know, what is Keat? So Keat is a <clears throat> it's a hundred percent private end to end encrypted chat application. So you and I are talking through Keat right now, uh, uh, even though we're like, you know, very very far from each other physically in uh, different parts of the world. All peer to peer meaning directly with each other, not going through any data centers through any servers directly with each other. Uh, we have a chat here also where we can do like full uh, text chat like you're used to from Slack, like very rich chat. But it's, since it's peer-to-peer, -peer, there's like no limits, which means that if you used, um, you probably used like centralized alternatives like Zoom or Google Meet in the past. And there's this thing people always do where they're like, oh, let me try to upload a picture. And the apps will, you know, either not allow that or they'll be like, well, it has to be less than five megabytes because they're storing it all in their big data centers. And, uh, it's costing the money. Like with, with this kind of peer-to-peer technology, I could share a terabyte file with you right now and it will still work. And we can stream our videos with each other in as high um, quality as we want because there's no arbitrary things in between us. Limiting, limiting us, it's just our, your, uh, my internet connection and your internet connection. Um, so so um, that's basically our mantra. We build everything peer-to-peer -peer and, um, and um, just try to, like, try to think about the user rather than like, big servers and how we can like mine all the, the data and stuff like that. Awesome. Without getting too technical, how is it that you guys are accomplishing this? So um, I come from a long peer-to-peer -peer background. We have a big team of peer-to-peer -peer experts, uh, but basically we are just like, um, you know, to put it simply, we're actually just utilizing all the things we already have. Like you and I are sitting on um, really powerful internet connections that we pay for. Right, it's not no magic. We, we pay for them uh, ourselves. Uh, we have computers we bought with money um, that are really, really capable, more capable than ever before in history. Right, so we have really, really powerful technology, but we're actually using very little of it. So uh, with peer-to-peer -peer and whole punch, we're just making technology that allows you to take like full advantage of that. Obviously, there's a ton of technical detail about how that works, and it's like you know super complicated. But the cool thing is, it's not as complicated for you and I as users and also developers because you just we solve the problem once, and then we give uh, users and developers these simple tools to, to compose powerful apps on top. Um, and that's one of the things I really love about Keat in general. Our first app is, you know, it's not rocket science. It's like, uh, you know, it's one of those apps with like a couple of buttons here and there, and like, uh, uh, but it still it unlocks this huge uh, feature set of like um, massively hard, complicated things like file sharing, like high quality video streaming, like group calls, like chat, um, which otherwise would actually cost you uh, tons of money. I don't know uh, if you're using Slack, but every time I open Slack, uh, um, it asks me to upgrade to premium because they have to monetize it somehow. Uh, and um, that's the cool thing about, you know, working on these kind of things because we don't have to because it doesn't cost anything to run it. So um, Keat and Whole Punch, the company that, that's building Keat, doesn't, um, we're not losing any money by people using Keep because there's no operational concern of that because it's just people's computers and people's internets. Cool. Uh, just so the audience knows, we're using Keep right now to do this podcast. Um, I've heard that Hole Punch has been compared kind of to like BitTorrent 
uh, would you say that's a fair assessment? Yes, it's super fair. So um, <clears throat> I just I started out my P2P career with BitTorrent, and BitTorrent to me is like it's a beautiful example of P2P where it was made by um, you know started with one guy and then kind of grew from there, but it grew into this mega unstoppable thing uh, that was used for all kinds of crazy things, especially you know as we all know like piracy, uh, you know sharing uh, uh, video content and. What's beautiful about that is that um, there was so much going on in the world with BitTorrent's biggest to stop BitTorrent because, like you know, people were losing money on on the, on the film rights. But then, since it was peer to peer, like there was no way to do it. So, like that's kind of like it's a perfect showcase for the, the power of peer to peer technology. Like you can have something that's so big uh, yet so unstoppable uh, that even like the biggest industries on earth, with all the you know the power behind us, couldn't even stop it. Um, so. With Keaton Hole Punch, we're taking a lot of the principles of the technology from back then. So, like, you know, one of the things that I always uh, I thought was a missed opportunity with things like BitTorrent was that they actually got stuck in this idea of like we're sharing, we're sharing files, we're sharing video. It's like this very simple case. But the technology behind it doesn't put any limitations to what you're sharing. So, um, so when we at Hole Punch, we take these ideas and we say, what if we can apply them to anything, any data stream, any content, any anything like turn it into this more like modular component, right? And then just allow people to build um, easy apps on top of these ideas. So, you know, when we, you know, you and I talk here um, on a live video stream, that's also just a data stream going back and forth. It just happens to be in trend encrypted video. If we chat, it's also just, you know, basically data streams being merged into to a thing. Uh, so like taking these ideas from BitTorrent and then just obviously supercharging them and applying uh, 20 years of uh, innovation on top, that's, uh, you know that's always happening in the world, and that's 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 what's so cool about it because it's like it's proven ideas. Uh, we're just like reiterating them to to fit everything. That's awesome. Uh, I'm a pretty big proponent of free and open source software. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Richard Stallman and and open source code. Uh, I heard Keith is going to make the code available as open source. Any idea on when that's supposed to take place? Yeah, so uh, we're actually in the process of doing that right now. We're uh, writing up documentation for our stack, and we're rolling that out during December and, and uh, you know, ongoing. Uh, so as soon as we have components docu uh, documented, we'll, we'll release them. The cool thing about Keaton, our old stack in general, is that it's an extremely modular stack, meaning that uh, it's like uh, hundreds of small components each doing one thing, and a lot of a lot of those are uh, very usable from people. Um, when they make make apps, so we're gonna do all of those, and we're gonna open source all of them, but like in a way where it's uh, also like nicely documented, so you know where to start and, and how to attack them. Um, I'm also I come from a huge open source background myself. I um, I uh, live and breathe open source. I think it's one of those things in the world where if I think back at my career when I started doing BitTorrent, one of the reasons why you could do that was because there was so much information available because it was open source, and you could dig in and you could learn without going to you know BitTorrent school. You can just sit at, at home and doing it. Uh, so that's a big part of everything we do. So uh, we don't do anything that's not going to be eventually open source. We just uh, want to make sure that when we release that people have a way to you know understand and, and attack it um, like in a good way. <laughs> uh, so once the code is open sourced, like what kind of projects like do you, do you expect the community to come up with like what other applications can this technology be used for 
So, um, so, so interesting because it's like when you look at the foundations of peer-to-peer, -peer, they're so foundational that you can basically build anything on top. Obviously, there's things that you can really supercharge in peer-to-peer, -peer, like video chat and file sharing. I, I think we'll see tons more of things about just moving big, uh, lots of data, like you know, really rich file sharing apps. I'm sure we'll see that. Uh, I'm sure we'll see you know very rich uh, social media apps that have these kind of same ideas. We'll see things like, um, just imagine all the things that you could actually run at home uh, and uh, create a, a marketplace for us. So like, you know, we have payments in Keep right now using uh, Bitcoin Lightning, which means that people can actually run, uh, you know, businesses on this. Um, so, you, you know, what kind of business can you run at home? You have internet connections. Maybe you want to run a VPN from home. You could do that. Maybe you want to run a, uh, you know, it's, it's, we're talking about business. Maybe you want to run a little trading thing at home where you're selling trading data sets. Um, where that's making you a little money, but it's like uh, you can just do it all from home. You don't have to give it away to a, to a big provider or anything like that. So, so for us, it's all about uh, unlocking the primitives for people to build anything. And it's almost like there's no app that's small enough or crazy enough because since you're taking away this operational aspect of making apps where you, you know, before peer-to-peer -peer when you make apps, you're always thinking like, well, I gotta run a server or I gotta, sign up for a thing and it's going to cost me like $10 a month. So like there's things that just don't make sense because you don't want to keep them off. Since you're taking that away with peer-to-peer, -peer, you're going to see this explosion of just weird and cool things that can happen because like there is no, you know, monetary barrier of entry basically. So that's what's really super exciting to me. So like, uh, yeah, a huge explosion I've, I see. I think we'll see a, like um, all kinds of apps, but especially things that are, you know, data heavy is where, you know, P2P really shines because you can take the brakes off. Okay, thanks. Um, I'm glad you brought up Lightning because that was going to be my next question. With the newest release of Keat, Lightning has been implemented. Um, like, how can you use Lightning within Keat? So in Keat, uh, we have integration with uh, Lightning um, wallets, so you can hook up your uh, your Lightning node and you can send uh, tips or you know small transfers to each other in the chat, um, which is like. Uh, both usually if you're talking to an expert or like, you know, if you wanted to compensate somebody you were talking to for some reason. Um, what we're really excited about is, the, is actually the, the primitive itself payments because it, it's like, uh, it, Keat itself is actually running on this thing called the whole bunch platform. So that's the thing that gives you these P2P capabilities. And payments is just a, a capability the platform gives you, which means that any app can hook into that capability and, 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 and accept payments uh, or send payments for that matter using using the, the APIs. Um, so obviously when you're making, you know, P2P apps, you want to make commercial P2P apps and you want to create a marketplace where people can commercialize and also, um, you know, get paid uh, if they're doing things. Like I think one of the things that's actually really interesting about P2P is how we can make uh, marketplaces that allows the content creators to make money also like that's something that's really really hard online today i think like without having to enforce the same system on everybody so like you know not to go back but like the bitfinex data case i think is really interesting where if you're a little trader uh you know you can just sit at home and you can make money of your data sets and you can charge whatever you want and you don't have to ask anybody about permission about what you're doing because it's all just between you and your customers uh, so that's also super important i think for like things like you know this like nightmare jurisdictions you're in right now where if you're if you're using an online service you don't even know what kind of like legal system you're using anymore because it's all filtered together peer-to-peer -peer kind of solves that brings things back to how that should be just between you and your clients and not 
all these middlemen can kind of just disappear. Uh, when I've spoken to Paolo about Keat, uh, he says one of the primary motivations for releasing Keat is freedom of speech. Can you discuss how, how Keat helps protect freedom of speech? Yeah, so, <clears throat> so basically, because we're doing peer-to-peer -peer and because we're in, fully inter-encrypted between each other, we're not going through some intermediary that has to either like moderate or like provide the same kind of rules on everybody. Actually, it's, so you're from, you know, you live in Colombia, I live in Denmark, both are like countries that on the big scene doesn't get mentioned a lot. And I get very frustrated often with just the cultural implications of that because we have different ways of doing things in Denmark. I'm sure you have different ways of doing things in Colombia, but when we talk on Facebook, we have to all talk on the same system uh, and it's like the it's like the the most boring of everything, you know what I mean, or like the most censored of everything because it's it has to be a bucket that fits everybody. That's not how humans work. We're all very very different, and um, that's what's really cool about uh, Keat, especially that you can have these like um, we can have all the systems at once, basically all the cultures at once uh, without any moderation because there is no need for it because we can just talk to each other directly. And especially also like, you know, the political implications of that if you're speaking, if you're living in, in a, a country that has a more um, oppressive system, um, then, uh, you know, you'll experience a lot of day-to-day -day censorship. I'm very lucky not to live in a country like that, but uh, a, a lot of people in the world do. Uh, and then these end-to-end uh, directly connected systems are really important because it means you can actually um, say things without the, the feeling, you know, without getting censored and, you know, actually expressing your opinion. So um, that's a huge, huge part of our mission, uh, just providing people the ability to, to, to uh, express themselves and like provide freedom of speech, as you say. Okay, cool. Uh, back to the content creator thing. As a content creator, I'm super interested in using Key uh, for doing podcasts and things like that. Um, right now we're in an alpha version of the app, but do you guys plan on adding like more features to make it easier to use for content creation? Yeah, 100%. So we're, we want to add um, basically thing we call broadcast mode, where a, a podcaster like yourself could actually just, so right now we're using Keat to record the podcast, but obviously the next step should be that people can just consume the podcast on Keat, and you can set up whatever rules you want for, for monetizing that. Uh, so you could, you know, either it could just be tips-based, that's up to you, or, you know, people pay for content or subscription. And... Um, um that's like the next steps for for that for uh, for keith and we're working on that right now I'm, I'm actually super excited about that because again um you know when i look at platforms uh for content creators they are almost always focused on like the one percent that's extremely successful and um i think with peer-to-peer -peer and things like keith uh, we can start focusing on the rest of the 99 percent. so like how can a podcaster or somebody who has like 10 followers but it's like growing still get the same kind of experience as the super mega star one percent in terms of like getting on a platform you know making a couple of bucks getting that endorphin kick that is from like making a little money putting more you know uh, effort into it maybe or like making more content and kind of like snowballing from there uh, that's all, all of a sudden doable in a p2p platform because we can give the same experience to people who make um, very little revenue and people make a lot because we don't make any revenue from that so like we have no interest either way um, so and also it doesn't cost us anything, which is actually the big problem for these kind of things. Uh, if you think about how much um, a platform like YouTube loses on somebody who has um, 
very little views because they have to upload all the content. So that's why I'd have to squeeze everybody. Else. So um, that's that's uh, that's a big part of our mission. And um, yeah, like I said, we're we're gonna do these broadcast um, uh, modes where you can you can um, basically stream your your podcast on Keto. Are you familiar with podcasting 2.0, um, where there's like a protocol, or not really like a protocol, but like they've kind of added new features to podcasting apps to allow lightning integration? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's a big movement in general for just, um, you know, actually compensating uh, content creators because uh, <laughs> content creators drive, uh, you know, most most successful online businesses. It's just that they're not really getting compensated for it. So it's good for business. It's not necessarily good for uh, all con uh, content creators. I think, um, I, I and I, you know, I, I think that's, in general, it's a good trend. I don't see how you can do this centralized things in general but just because i know the cost metrics are just like they're not there like the amount of money you have to generate for somebody who's not uh creating thousands of a high amount of thousands of views to drive ad revenue that they make the money back it's just not there so that's really cool about peer to peer is that you can just stop thinking about that and you can just start thinking about content and how um because like you're basically footing the bill yourself and your users are footing it the bill by by resharing your the P2P network when you're watching a stream. So it's like, that's what's beautiful about P2P is that there's, it's like, it's not, it sounds really good and it sounds almost too good to be true, but it's not, it's just that it's just transparent. We're just paying with our own hardware and our own data, which we're already paying for. Awesome. Um, what's what's next for Keat? Like what what other features, not in regards to content creation, but what, what other kind of features yeah, sure. are you guys planning on adding? So um, we're very close to releasing Keep Mobile. That's, that's like uh, the most, uh, probably the most asked for feature, which is awesome. Like, there's nothing better than having that feeling when the most asked for features is just more Keep. So, uh, <laughs> um, so um, we have this meme going on that's when mobile, because that's what everybody replies to our, our tweets. Um, so that's coming out very soon. Um, we're doing the internal testing of it right now, but it's obviously super exciting to get it on your phone and have the same kind of peer-to-peer -peer experience on your phone uh, in the first version of that. Um, then we're also uh, getting close to releasing the first version of what we call uh, Big Rooms, which is actually kind of a little bit similar to podcast, but like where you can have, you can run rooms with tens of thousands of users uh, and um, have that be fast and scalable and, uh, and you know, Add in moderation features for that for rooms where you want to do that and stuff like that. So we can, that's 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 super exciting for us because then we can slowly start moving everything onto Keat uh, and um, like no more of these like centralized services. Right now, I don't know if you know, but like it's it's almost like a joke. But we're running our we have a Discord where we talk to users also. Now obviously, we want to move all that into Keat. Uh, so that's also going to be uh, very exciting for us. So. Um, so that's the big, big, big next things uh, combined with with uh, things I already mentioned, like like uh, streaming. Uh, and then uh, um, we'll be releasing the platform um, that allows other people to make things, and that's obviously also uh, uh, a big part of our next steps and very exciting. Uh, do you see Keep competing with apps like Telegram or Signal as uh, once the mobile app comes out? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like all in this uh, interesting space. Keyt is, is uh, it's always hard to quantify apps because Keyt is like, Keyt is both like a chat app, but it's also Slack and it's also a little bit Discord and it's probably also, in a, you know, eventually going to be a little bit of um, of Twitter in a way. You know, like it has these like nice aspects of it. 
And uh, it's actually kind of funny you mentioned it because that's also how I see people use uh, things like Telegram today. Like uh, they also use it as a news channel. They also use it as stuff. So I actually think more and more things. Not that Keat is necessarily competing with Signal and Telegram, but it's more like everything is more moving into this chat model because it's just how humans like to consume things, and it's very, very real. It's nothing better than watching news when it's just from a, a channel from people that you. Um, you follow and, and that you know and like that you think are trustworthy you can kind of pick your pick your news uh, or your your stuff you want to look at yourself um so um so definitely uh and um that's also why we're very excited to put it on mobile because that's where uh, a lot of users are today are like most users users are for their on, on the go stuff or when they're just walking around so it's super exciting and um it's also been a really interesting experience for us because um, there's there's very, very little peer-to-peer -peer stuff going on on phones, which is kind of unfortunate because you have this very, very powerful device with you all the time. Like my, my phone is, I think is more powerful than my laptop these days. Um, so just bringing like, being able to, and 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 uh, like one of my criticisms always of phones is that they're in this perpetual, you're at the consumer mode where you can do very little with them other than consume things. Um, so, kind of trying to flip the, the scale a little bit, bit there, but by adding an uncompromising peer-to-peer -peer experience on the phone is very exciting for us. Um, and I don't know any other apps that actually do that, so so uh, including Signal or Telegram. So um, super exciting and can't wait to get that out. That is super exciting. Uh, I hate doing things on my phone for that reason. I feel limited <laughs> compared to my laptop. Um, you mentioned that you guys don't get any revenue from the users using Keat. How, how is Hole Punch and Keat being funded? So right now we're funded by, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're doing a partnership with Next and Tether. Uh, the beautiful thing about peer-to-peer -peer is that um, we don't really need much money either because we have no operational expense. So if you look at things like Twitter and Facebook in recent years, like all their money is going to driving big data centers basically other than employees. Um, and a lot of those employees are just there to actually also drive that infrastructure. So the cool thing about running a peer-to-peer -peer company is you can be really small but have a really big impact. So um, that's really, really important for us because the first thing for us is like the user experience and actually building great apps. Um, so when you're tying that to something where the more people you add on, the more money you lose, then you have to monetize the users immediately basically or like have a plan for it. That's also why um, we are doing this very aggressive no VC route where we're like, we only partner with people that share our peer-to-peer -peer, uh, vision and, and um, uh, uncompromising vision, basically. And that's, that's what we, we, we gain through Bitfinex and Tether, which is our, our, our partners on this. So it's super exciting. Um, everybody is very, very aligned on that mission, which is, makes me very excited also about the future. Yeah, I'm super excited about Keith. Um, Another question that I had about Keat is uh, what, why Bitfinex is, is so interested in Keat. Do you have any input on that? Uh, well, I, I've, I've known uh, Paolo, the CTO, for five, probably more than five years by now. Time, time passes by. And I met a lot of people in my uh, software career and P2P career, but I met a few people like Paolo that are so uncom uncompromising also about the vision he has for open source and P2P. And actually, putting his time and, and, uh, and also money behind it. Uh, and uh, that's that's what I saw it's seen time and time again with Bitfinex and Tether. And I think that's also why we're, we're so aligned. Like there's this 
there's always this idea of like we're trying to do something that matters something big uh, rather than um, doing like a quick uh, cash grab or something like that or whatever you call that like and then exit and that's what i that's what i that's 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 the reason why we uh, i was excited to do this and I'm sure that's the reason why power was excited to do this also because he sees the same same thing uh, in the other direction uh, so um it's not often you meet people where you're so aligned and that definitely what happened here so that's super 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 cool uh, when Keith was presented at the Adopting Bitcoin conference in El Salvador, one of the um, things that Paulo discussed was kind of its alignment with Bitcoin. Can you, the Bitcoin ethos, really, can yeah. you kind of discuss that a little bit? Yeah, well, so, so um, I'm sure Paulo has, um, might have a different take on this, but like, actually, when I look at Bitcoin, I actually see uh, other than... Um, Things it's done, but like it's actually an extremely successful open source project. If you think about it, it's one of the only open source projects probably ever to create a you know trillion dollar in value, uh, and still having this like open source aspect that we also see from BitTorrent, where like nobody owns it, nobody controls it, nobody can stop it because it's like it's 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 crowd controlled in a in a unstoppable, ungameable way, um, and it's adding. Um, solving a real problem of like financial freedom, which is like, um, again, we live in a privileged place that's that's small country that's pretty stable, but I interact with a lot of people where, um, and also just like we're sending money and stuff that's just really, really complicated or where inflation eats up all your money or governments will uh, apply capital controls to seize your money all of a sudden. Um, so that kind of ethos of, of financial freedom is super important. Uh, uh, also for Keith and like that's also a thing why there's a huge overlap there between uh, what's happening there and also like you know I'm a technologist and the technology interplays there is interplays there are very interesting like peer-to-peer um, has this really good aspect of like everything is local like you and I are just talking to each other blockchains and Bitcoin has this sense of like financial stuff is global like we're seeing everything globally um, and the interplay with, between those two things is very, very interesting where we can like, you know, we can do fast, cheap communication with each other directly, but if we're doing big monetary transfers, we can also do that uh, in a slower way uh, through like something like uh, like Bitcoin, but uh, in a way that's like 100% uh, decentralized and like, um, uh, you know, we don't have to rely on any, again, like weird jurisdiction or something like that. I think that's like, the overlap between these two things is just everything you need to build any kind of massively functioning system. Like, but you need you need both basically is what I'm saying at the same time. So that's that's it's very um, symbiotic. One of the things I've noticed is that there's a massive push over the last decade for uh, censorship online. And um, do you think yeah. that Keat could kind of like open the floodgates to disrupt <laughs> this this control of the narrative that these centralized platforms have? Yeah, I think so, because, um, and that's one of the things I, I, I like to, to talk about a lot is like this idea of like the one true network doesn't really work because of that. Like, you know, there'll always be somebody that will argue that uh, something shouldn't be said or something has to be said. And like censorship, kind of, there's always two sides of censorship. There's some people says it's because it's bad and some parties like just disagreement. Um, what the world really needs is just thousands and millions or billions of networks kind of like we're doing right now we're just talking to each other and recording a podcast but still um and um but in a way where all of that stuff is interoperable like you know where we can have 
social networks between each other, but we can integrate them because they're speaking the same protocol to bigger social networks where there might be moderation because somebody's running that. Or you can always make a new social network that has none of it because like, it's not about uh, all the data being in one place. The data is with you and you can move around really easily. And I think that's what peer-to-peer -peer really, really solves because it's basically saying there cannot be any censorship because there's like, there's not one big network. So you can just always make more network. You just like cut off the sensors basically. Um, so, because you own the data. And that's like the big, big, big thing here to think about like, uh, you don't realize how much data these places uh, have like Twitter and stuff like that. And that's why they can actually apply these kind of rules upon you that um, most of the cases don't make any sense to you. Another project that Bitfinex has put their support behind is John Carvalho's synonym. Um, yeah. Is there any overlap between synonym and Keep? Uh, <clears throat> so we work closely with synonym. We're, uh, they're running uh, tons of stuff on our peer-to-peer -peer stack uh, called Hypercore, and that's part of the big documentation push we're doing right now. Will be more out. So we interface pretty heavily with them because we're so we're in the business of making peer-to-peer -peer technology and making peer-to-peer -peer protocols. But where that stuff, like I just said, gets really exciting and this is in this like overlap where things are compatible with each other. So like uh, you want to be able to use a synonym app and log in uh, with a decentralized ID there, like you know, something that's basically a key pair. But you want to be able to then use that data also to log into Keat. So you can have this one identity that you move around uh, that you control. Uh, and you can have as many as them as you want, but like that they're compatible in this ecosystem. Um, so um, I think that's what's super exciting about Synonym and also uh, a lot of the overlap we're doing with peer-to-peer. With -peer. Uh, and um, um, also this idea that you can like, you can more easily split off problems and have one team solve one thing and another team solve one thing, but because it's the same underlying peer-to-peer -peer network, uh, the solutions work both ways, uh, which is uh, very close to the open source ethos in a way. So that's that's probably like a, like some good overlap there. That's super inspiring. Um, is there anything that I haven't asked you about, Keith, that you think is important to mention? <clears throat> uh, well, it's like uh, one thing that's always important to mention is that it's available now. You can get it on Keith.io, and uh, we have desktop apps right now for Windows, Linux, and Mac. Like you're saying, it's an, it's an alpha. Um, that means that it's uh, actually pretty stable, but once in a while there is, uh, you know, the occasional fallout that we're fixing because we're moving fast, and that's what we're all about. Um, I would encourage anybody who hasn't already to to download and try it out, give us feedback, um, and um, we have a very active for now Discord until it moves into Keat, and I would love for anybody who's listening also to join that uh, with any feature requests or or ideas for how uh, we can improve this. Um, that's super exciting for me. I hope that the next podcast we record can be directly on Keat and distributed on Keat. That would be super exciting. Yeah, that would be super exciting. Um, okay, so you mentioned the Discord. Is there any other social media that they can follow you on? Do you have a Twitter? Do you have a Reddit? Yeah, so we have a, we have a Twitter account also, uh, Keat.io, where we, we post all the news uh, and uh, all the memes. Uh, it's important to have good memes. Um, and uh, that's the, that's our primary sources of um, centralized communication right now. Um, so so very exciting. And uh, we'll soon have a GitHub, a public GitHub, also where you know our, our code is at, and uh, like I said, tons of documentation and things like that. Okay, yeah, that was going to be my next question: is for the developers, how can they get involved and start uh, playing with the code? So for the developers, I would encourage them to join the Discord because that's where us 
the whole punch developers are and uh, that's like also good to get developer feedback and um, i'm also on twitter uh, on my, my account is maffintosh m-a-f-i-n-t-o-s-h and i'm happy to talk anything peer-to-peer -peer or help people guide them in in the way of the peer-to-peer -peer at any time uh, so feel free to to reach out okay my last question is aside from key does hole punch have any other peer-to-peer -peer apps in the works so uh, we're primarily focused on, so the answer is yes, and we have uh, tons of things we're coming out with uh, soon, also including peer-to-peer, -peer, like I said, for developers, peer-to-peer -peer modules and, and tons of tooling around that. And we're, we're always uh, looking for the, the next thing. Actually, what we're really excited about is actually not us building apps, other people building apps. But we have uh, 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 more apps uh, that are coming uh, during the next year. So, so. Um, we're all working on that. Uh, and um, also, like I should mention that uh, the platform is also, the, thing, the same thing the mobile app is running on is also the P2P platform. So it's also very easy to for developers to make these, these apps uh, cross-platform, cross-device. Okay. So, super cool. Cool. Super yeah. exciting. Uh, Matthias, thank you so much for joining me for the podcast today and answering all my questions. Yeah, thank you too. I appreciate it. it was like I said, it's always fun to talk peer to peer, and I wish we could just keep talking all the time. Yeah, me too. I wish we had more time to continue the discussion, <laughs> but we can have you back. So, cool, man.